Hey, this is Vernon Ross, and welcome to the Space Between Podcast. Uh, getting you from where you are to where you want to be. It's the space between. The podcast is to explore that space. And so, of course, you know, when you guys tweet, you tweet me at Ross PR. That hasn't changed. And uh, just tweet me what your in-between is. So hashtag your in-between. Tell me what your in-between is or tweet me and just put the hashtag my in-between is. And then tell me what your space between is. Whatever that is. Uh, we're going to talk about it on this show. It can be a number of things. In particular, these next few conversations that I'm going to have, uh, I'm going to start. It's going to be solo. I'm just going to talk about a few things about a subject that's been really, really on my mind probably for the past, at least the past few years. But here recently, there's there's been a lot of talk of hustle over the past couple of years. And I don't think it's really been addressed, at least not in the way that I've been thinking about it. So I want to talk to you guys about that. When you talk about hustle, you know, what does that really mean? And I think often when people are talking about hustle, you know, it's popular now to say that you're hustling, you hustle hard, you do all the things, in particular about business, to get to where you want to go. I mean, it's become part of the vernacular to talk about side hustles. And side hustles are now not really a thing that's um, taboo anymore. You know, it used to be called moonlighting. This I remember when people called it moonlighting. And you didn't really talk about it, but it was something that you did to earn a little extra money to help you, you know, a little bit on your way. And I think the idea of it is not foreign anymore, which I think is a good thing. But I also think that people run into some confusion when it comes to hustle. And I think you have to figure out, you know, do you really want to win? Depending on what it is that your goal is. So often, you know, when you're talking about hustle, you're, you're, you're talking about a, a side business or a side gig that you do to earn an extra couple hundred dollars a week, uh, maybe a few hundred dollars a month to supplement your income, to get you basically, you know, where you want to be as far as your income is concerned. But often I don't think that people define what it means for them to win and so the hustle's never really fulfilling, and it ends up becoming another thing that you're doing that you really don't want to do. So, for instance, driving Uber. I signed up for Uber when it first came to St. Louis, and, you know, for a while it was fun. If I was, you know, running an errand, I'd turn on Uber, pick up a couple of fares, go on to my errand, and I would be on my way. You know, I'd make 60 bucks, 70 bucks over a two, three hour period of time, which was great because it's like free money. You're driving down the street, you pick up somebody, you drop them off. It's not too far out of your way. And, you know, it's 10 bucks. So it's like walking down the street and you see 10 bucks on the ground and you pick it up and it's yours. Now you get into the debate about wear and tear on your vehicle and all of this stuff. But essentially it was a hustle. I wasn't really trying to win it was just extra money, and I wanted to experiment with it 
just to see what it was like so I could have the experience from both sides. I'd ridden in rideshare cars before in Uber and Lyft and to a lesser degree Juno in, in New York City. But I wanted to know what it was like to drive because I thought it was fascinating. And one of the things that I learned when driving Uber is you have to be really motivated to stay out late if you want to make the real money or get up very, very early. You can make some money with Uber during the day like I would, but not a lot. Uh, It is scalable, but you do have to work long hours. And you're if you're trying to escape, unless you just love driving, but if you're trying to escape um, the rat race, if you want to maybe replace your current income with the side hustle of any rideshare company, you have to understand how hard you're willing to work to win. And so I think that people have to define, hey, what is winning for me? What does this look like at the end of this journey? And I don't think that people really define it. And, you know, when you start talking about hustling and success, what does that mean for you? Does that mean that $500 at the end of the month is that success? Or is it more about how you feel with the time that you gain from the money that you earn? And I think that's what's missing. Because for me, doing side projects, side hustles, the ultimate goal is to turn that side thing into a full-time thing. Like with the podcast and creating this type of content, audio content. I love audio content. And I think that when you're doing something on the side, as a side hustle, you have to be undeniably in love with it. In order to really embrace it, in order to make it a part of who you are, we can all go do things. I mean, you can go work in a retail store, you can collect cans, you can do stuff, you can flip stuff, which is popular on uh, Etsy or Shopify or eBay or Facebook Marketplace. Just make it easy. Craigslist, any, any place that you can sell things, even at your local swap meet, you can always go and sell things to make money. But is that really the thing that fulfills you and the thing that fills you up? And I think oftentimes that's missing when you start talking about hustling and side hustling. It, it's popular And it's great to put on your Instagram. But if you don't have any real direction in what it is that you want to do by discovering what it is that you actually are in love with doing, the hustle is empty. It's just as empty as your nine to five. If your nine to five job, the thing that you do during the day doesn't make you absolutely happy. There's no point in doing something on the side that also doesn't fulfill you. You'll just have an unfulfilled life for 19 hours a day, you know, if you're really pushing it. So when I was talking about this podcast, I was talking to a few friends about it, and I'm like, well, it's sort of the study of success and what that space in between success feels like. And when you start talking about the hustle, I think that The study of success doesn't equal success. It's the practice of the principles of success 
that give you a chance of actually achieving success at the end of your journey. Because I think people think, oh, well, I just need to execute, and execution means that this is going to work. Well, not necessarily, not if you executed badly. Um, There have been plenty of things where I just did not do a good job at it or a job at all at it. Because it's never, in my opinion, it's not that the thing doesn't work. You don't work the thing. You know, I I can tell you many a story about, you know, joining a a direct sales company, network marketing, multi-level marketing, whatever you want to call it, and not actually ever making an offer to sell anything to anybody and then saying that, oh, well, this doesn't work. Well, I didn't work. And a lot of times with side hustles, it is the same thing. Uh, there are a many a times where I have suggested things to people that claim they want to make extra money. They want to do the thing to escape whatever thing it is that they're trying to escape. And they come up with nothing but excuses, but then they talk about how they want to hustle. You can't have it both ways. You you have to be willing to sacrifice. And the I think the thing that is is most compelling about, or, or at least to me, about the hustle is that you have to be willing to give up and make sacrifices when you really and truly deeply care about something that it is that you want to do, a passion that you want to pursue on the side. You have to be willing to give up something. Eventually, once you start going after the thing that really makes you happy, there's going to be a conflict. And I've gone through that. I'm, I, I'm, I go through it all the time. Uh, with podcasting, does not 100% pay for everything that I needed to pay for. And so there's always the conflict of, do you continue to do the thing that pays the bills or do you do the thing 100% that you're passionate about? And I think you have to be responsible to the people that you have to take care of. So you have to make sure that whatever you're doing, that you continue to do it at a level where eventually it will scale. And ultimately, that's where patience comes in with hustle. I don't think often enough people talk about the patience that it takes to build a real business, uh, to build a real income. Of course, you're always going to have the stories of people who you know built a $300,000 a year business uh, working 20 hours a week, which usually isn't true, but at least that's the headline that you get to make you listen to the podcast, right? Well, Oftentimes, that's not the case, but sometimes it is. I mean, every now and then you get a guy who's lucky or a girl who's lucky and they start a thing and the thing takes off. Well, for most people, that's not the case. So I'm making the case that if you're going to start a side hustle, if you're going to do a thing, love the thing that you're doing. And I think that's where the space for this is. I, th- I think that the hustle has to be something that you love. And I don't think people talk about the emotional connection you have. You often get, you know, people when they talk about hustling, well, you know, it doesn't really matter what I do as long as it makes money. And I can tell you from making money, the money isn't ultimately what's important to you. Ultimately, it's never been that important to me. I used to say back in my, uh, back in my 20s, I'm money motivated, (laughs) but I would very rarely do the things to actually make me money. 
the things I found I was doing that made me happy didn't necessarily make me money because I didn't know how to work the things that made me happy. Like talking to people. I experimented with sales, but I didn't really put myself into it because I was too lazy to actually learn the trade. And there has to be a certain level of self-awareness when you start talking about chasing a side hustle and that side hustle isn't working for you or you're not quite sure what it is that you want to do, but you know you want to do something, you have to be honest with yourself about the level of self-awareness that you actually have for doing the thing. In my 20s, I was just too lazy to really chase it. I had a little success here and a little success there, but nothing really groundbreaking. It actually took years before I got really, really serious about making money on the side doing my thing. Because, you know, hey, if you made a little money here, a little money there, it's extra money. An extra 500 bucks a month to, you know, most people is pretty significant. When you start making more than that, it's like, oh, well, this is cool. It's nice, fun money. You can go do extra things, especially if you already have a good paying job. So for me, you know, making an extra $1,000 a month wasn't that significant until I realized how significant it was for someone else. And I think that when you approach whatever it is that you're doing as you're lucky to be doing it and that you're fortunate to have the ability to earn money and to do things that you actually care about and get paid for it. It's, it's, it's an amazing thing, and it's, I think it's one of the things that oftentimes people ignore when they start talking about the hustle. Um, it's not just about making an extra dollar. It is literally about you can use the income that you make to change the direction of your life, the direction of your family's life, or the direction of others. Because I don't always think that the hustle has to do with money. If you love to volunteer and you love to help people, that could be your hustle. And then figuring out how to monetize that, how to show other people to do that, make money from it to be able to contribute more to whatever the cause is that you're doing. If charity is your hustle, learn how to fundraise better than anybody else in that field so that you can help the organizations that you serve. I'll, I just often think that hustle gets a bad name and gets a bad rap because most people are just talking about making money for themselves, and it seems selfish, and it seems self-centered. And, you know, one of my favorite, you know, social media icons, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, always, you know, he talks about the hustle. And he talks about, hey, you know, if you're not willing to be up at 2 a.m. with your eyes bleeding, he actually said that and crush it. Or 3 a.m., <laughs> you know, um, hang it up. You know, you might as well take your toys and go home. I think it was on like page 90. Um, I've read that book a lot. It was interesting because this message has not changed since 2008. It's hustling and patience that you have, to, you have to really apply patience in order for hustles to pan out. So like with podcasting, there are so many opportunities that I've gotten from starting a podcast, interviewing influencers, and um, becoming somewhat of an 
expert in the industry just from, I guess, the sheer uh, effort of learning about podcasting and then being willing to share that knowledge, sometimes for pay, but oftentimes just to share it. Because I think when, when you care about something, when you love something as much as I love podcasting, you don't mind telling people that, hey, this thing that you want to do is great. This is a good way to do it. Here's some resources. Here's some stuff. And, I, you know, people have often told me in conversations, well, wait a minute, I pay for a course. And in this conversation, I've learned more about podcasting than I did in the last course that I took. Why are you giving all this information away for free? And my response usually, the information's already out there. I don't care about giving it away for free. You still have to implement it. You still have to go out and do the work. And if you need help getting the work done, then you can always contact me and I can help you with it and then you can pay me for it. But there's no harm and I lose absolutely nothing by giving you everything it is that you can to succeed. And I think that's really what the hustle is about. And I think that's what knowledge is about and passing that knowledge on to people. And I think that's really how you become successful with your hustle, especially if you're pursuing the hustle that you happen to be passionate about and that you happen to be undeniably in love with. At least that's that space between for me is I, I don't have to worry about charging you if I can help you achieve your goals. You're, you're going to pay me eventually. And if you don't, that's fine. But I was able to help you. And in turn, I already know that's going to come back to me. And, you know, it could be a little woo-woo if you think about it, but that's just how I am about information. I don't mind giving it to you because it doesn't, it doesn't take anything from me to help you. And I think when you start talking about competition and hustling and I just I feel like people frame it wrong so many times about, well, if I'm the best, then I have to undercut other people or I can't share with other people. And like I I can't teach a podcasting course because there are other people teaching podcasting courses and I don't want to step on anybody's toes. Well, they don't teach it like you do and you're not going to teach it like they do. And they have a different audience than you do. And so teach the people that have connected to you about the thing that it is that you're passionate about. Don't worry about competition because the only competition that exists is you. It's not the other guy next to you. It's just not. So when you start thinking about hustle and you start thinking about what you want to do, just make sure it's something that you've, that you've clearly defined, that you understand what success actually means to you by doing the thing that it is that you're interested in. Because oftentimes people will talk about, well, you know, side hustles don't really work because, you know, I tried this, I tried that, I tried this. And when I asked them, well, did you care about any of that stuff? Well, no, I was just trying to make some extra money. But well, why? Why do you need the extra money? And, you you know, often you'll get, oh, well, everybody, because everybody needs extra money. I got bills. Well, I, I get that. But at the end of the day, what are you trying to do? Are you really trying to work to pay bills or are you trying to work to have more time with your family? Maybe you should figure out a way that you can do both and not really have to pull yourself away. It's just a thought. I could be wrong. I don't know. 
I'd love to hear what you think about it. But um, before I go, I wanted to talk to you guys about, of course, the sponsor of this episode, Master Your Message, The Guide to Finding Your Voice in Any Situation. Yes, it is the book that I wrote uh, last June. This book hit the streets and uh, I am super happy about it. Uh, Still super happy about it. And uh, it's been great. It really has. Um, (laughs) You know, there's two quotes in this book that that really mean a lot to me. Um, One is by Jonathan Adler. And it goes, a life story is written in chalk, not in ink. And it can be changed. You're both the narrator and the main character of your story. And I think that that's just something that people often forget is that you have 100% control over what happens to you, what you do, and the decisions that you make. So make good decisions when you start talking about your side hustle. And remember, you know, you do something you love. Life's too short to mess around with stuff you don't care about. And I think that's the thing with me with this podcast. Uh, the reason, and in this episode one, This is just me getting my thoughts out there so you guys understand where I'm coming from. But you can spend a lot of time doing stuff you don't like. You may as well spend the time that you have doing stuff you absolutely care about. It will reward you in ways that you cannot possibly imagine. Um, I can't imagine anything better than sitting behind a microphone and talking about something. And having people listen to you, get value from it, and then tell you that they got value from it. And it's not a self-aggrandizing thing for me. It is just fulfilling to know that there's something that I can give somebody that gets value from it, that learns from my experience. And it learns from the things that I've been through, um, the things I love to experiment with, and my obsession with success in actually implementing the things that you learn, implementing the principles, making it easy. I had a great conversation. Uh, I was going to end it, but I I had a really good conversation last week uh, with a young lady that reached out to me after she heard my episode on Patrice Washington's show and the Redefining Wealth podcast. And we were talking about permission to do things. And, you know, you'll have these ideas for these side hustles and then you'll run it past your family and they'll and they'll tell you, no, I don't don't think that's I don't think that's a good idea. I don't don't know about that. Oh, I heard this thing. I heard that thing. Understand that people's apprehension for you doing something is not their apprehension of your ability to do the thing. It's their apprehension of how they see themselves doing it. So understand that when you run your side hustle past somebody, whether it's you becoming a real estate agent, studying, taking the test, passing it and trying to sell houses, whether you have a passion for cars and you want to go and you want to be a a car salesman. If you want to do whatever it is that you want to do and you run it past the people that are closest to you, they may tell you no. I don't think that's a good idea for you. And that's how they see you. 
because they don't see themselves doing it. And that is often how people are judged. And it is often how people relate to other people. It's the things that they don't see themselves doing. And the quote that I want to leave you guys with is actually from the book. It's chapter one. And I couldn't think of a better way to start it. Actually, one of my own quote, but this one was so much better <laughs> than anything I could have come up with. And it's by Marianne Williams. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure. And so just take that one with you. When you're thinking about starting a new thing or starting a thing, no matter what it is, just realize the level of success that you have is based on the level of effort that you put into it over a consistent basis over a long amount of time. You could get lucky and the thing you do takes off. But if you don't, stick with it. But just make sure that you love it and your space between where you are and where you want to be is the most amazing journey and something that you absolutely and undeniably are in love with. So let me know what you think. I really, really want to know. Every Monday, I'm going to bring you a new show. So look out. Monday night, new shows drop, and I will see you guys in the next episode.